your right hand i can't do it on this hand it drives me crazy do you want to intro this thing Mm-mm. no nope i don't improv <laughs> all right Whoa. hey listeners <laughs> you are listening to chewing the scenery horror movie podcast we are a podcast that talks about a horror movie uh, which we will spoil and some recently watched which we will attempt to not spoil and those attempts can vary um we are not professional critics duh and we're going to thank the Moonrays for giving us that song, Intro Creature Features, at the top of the show. Uh, it's funny, I got to say this to somebody at uh, Oddities and Curiosities in Chicago. Um, I don't remember how it came up. Oh, they mentioned Creature Features to me because I was wearing my bootleg Creature Features shirt from like the 1970s Chicago. And uh, I said, yeah, the song, the intro song was redone by a band called the Moonrays. I'm like, yeah, you could buy their music digitally on iTunes or Amazon. Or Find them on Facebook. We're there, the Moon Dash Rays. And uh, it, it was kind of funny. They were they were like, hey, cool, thanks. And they didn't even realize I was totally like riffing on what we do here. Yeah. But uh, that's housekeeping, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I believe so. Okay. Does this mic sound okay to you guys? Yeah, I mean, it sounds I, fine. I yes, can't, I can't lovely. Tell. I can't tell. This Mel- is mellifluous. Yeah. It's music to my ears. Yeah. It's cacophonous. Um, this one is different than the other three. That's Symphony why. Symphony of Cherubs. Yeah. Good oh, improv. the microphone's different. Good Thank improv. You. Thank well, you. Each one is different than the next, but this is way different from those. Oh. It's a different brand. Okay. It doesn't even have an off switch. Oh man. So I guess you know. I won't what be- garbage. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so we are going to talk about Scream Two, um, the sequel to Scream. Ziggy, this is your favorite. Well, the first one was. <laughs> this is your favorite franchise. Yes. Is it? Mm-hmm. What's your Probably. second? What's your second favorite? In horror. Yeah. Uh, Friday Thirteenth. Okay. I mean, I've seen eleven of them. And you own a bunch of them now. <laughs> I own the first five. Yeah. Oh man. So, okay, uh, for listeners who aren't familiar, um, let's say who we are. I'm Richard. I'm here with uh, uh, Will. Hello. And Jolian. Hello. And joining us again, Ziggy. Hi. Welcome back to the show. And Super also on here. my lap is Little Dog. Yeah, Luna. Little Dog. Yeah, she's, no, a, she's not saying anything. Sorry. She won't say much. Doesn't do improv. No. <laughs> Five and a half pounds of fury. Um, so uh, Ziggy joins us again to talk about some Scream. 1997, right? Yes. I wow. think. Where all your clothes are from. Probably. Yeah. At least the cut of the clothes. Mm-hmm. Not currently, but <laughs> when, you're, when you're getting ready for school and trying to, you know, yep. outdo everybody. Mm-hmm. Whip out the scrunchies and the mom jeans. Mom jeans, crop tops. Yep. Z Cavaricis, mm-hmm. Reeboks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Z Cavaricis, those are those crazy pleated pants. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they kind of like pleat aggressively toward the waist and then yep. toward the ankle. Mm-hmm. They look like something a busboy would wear in the 1920s. <laughs> That's yeah. the look. That's the look we're all going for. Yeah. So um, here we are. Um, recently watched. Who wants to start? Uh, 
look at me. <laughs> I'm trying to remember what I've watched. Somebody else go. Improv I have guys. a script no. already here. Jolene, let's have you kick it off. Jolene takes notes. Such a show off. Because I can't remember what I watched. I think I wrote this stuff down somewhere. How do I remember all this stuff? Well, because you wrote it down. Yeah, yeah. exactly. That's yeah. why I write it down. Well, you also watched like the most obscure crap. Like You have to write it down. What? You yeah. haven't seen Shaolin vs. the Evil Dead? <laughs> no, but I want to. From 2004? No. Don't now now I'm you got to tell me okay. more. Okay. This is another Zhangxi comedy horror, uh, this time uh, starring Gordon Liu, and, uh, and they throw in some Western-style zombies in this one. Um, there's more uh, humor involving a hero getting tripped up and accidentally grabbing a girl's breasts. That's never funny. Accidentally? <laughs> they, they practice making it funny because they do it like two or three times in this one movie. Wow, <laughs> and, and it's you know it's as funny as the first time. Oh yeah, precisely as funny. Uh, it's got chintzy music, poor CG. It's pretty lackluster overall. Ends on a cliffhanger, and then the end credits have clips giving away the climax of part two. So five wow. stars. Wow. Uh, Gordon Liu. Highly Lu, recommended. He plays the uh, the uh, Daoist priest who's uh, leading the uh, Jiangxi, and he uh, uh, he helps souls onto reincarnation, and his. Uh, his arch foe is uh, played by Su Wong Feng, and he uh, he prefers to annihilate the dead rather than taking them back to their hometown. Um, bumbling assistant number one uh, loves the assistant of the enemy priest, and bumbling assistant number two is a boy who gives birth to another boy. Well, wow. wasn't bumbling assistant number two a Lou Bega B side? I believe so. Okay. Uh, so moving on to Shaolin vs. Evil Dead Ultimate Power, 2007. you seen this one? No. No. A couple times. Top five, right, Ziggy? Oh, for sure. This could be your third favorite franchise. Maybe. And there's only two Let's of find them. find out. There's only two of them so far. Uh, Douglas Kung directs again. Uh, first half of it is a backstory. Uh, and then the last 40 minutes is Gordon Liu fighting for the soul of his brother, and there's an army of Jiangxi hopping over the walls. Hmm. Um, <laughs> it's got more stuff happening in it. There's more yeah. special effects, but yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Uh, I felt like watching a Bermuda Triangle movie. Oh, very nice. Has that ever happened to you? A, yeah. An actual one? On occasion. With, yeah, well, I was, Not I was the triangle. Nostalgic for 1978. Right? Yeah. They, they chucked out loads of these things. Do you know the Bermuda Triangle? Yeah, I just okay. didn't know as like a movie genre that that existed. There was a bunch of them in the late 70s. Yeah. yeah. Most of them made for television, weren't they? Or some of them. My favorite one was made for TV, which yeah. is uh, the Bermuda Depths. Oh. Mm. But most of them are just like people out in a boat, nothing happening. Yeah. And then maybe a flying saucer at the end. So, mm. you know, when I was a kid, I'd watch anything with the promise of a flying saucer turning up. Of course. So, I always thought it was Satan much. behind it. The Bermuda Triangle? Yeah. No, it's all UFOs. Well, why would they call it the Devil's Triangle? Who, who calls it that? I don't know. Some people in the 70s did. Mostly evil Knievel fans. Yeah. There's some con- controversy. Okay. It, it's either caused by aliens or Satan. One of the two. Maybe Satan's in charge of the aliens. Did evil Knievel ever try to jump the Bermuda Triangle? <laughs> he should have. <laughs> <laughs> but it was full of killer bees. Maybe on jet skis, a la Fonzie. Yeah. That would be cool. Does evil Knievel's name live yeah. on? Yeah. 
Yeah, no. Excellent. Oh, yeah. That's the, good to know. The youth of today know evil can evil. <laughs> Just yeah. like they know Beetle Bailey. Wow, if he was around yeah. in the days of YouTube, <laughs> and Mr. he'd Ed. be so big. Markham and Wise. Let's see who else. <laughs> yeah. Markham and Wise. Oh, I love him. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, this is directed by Tonino Ricci. This is uh, an Italian, Spanish, Mexican Bermuda Triangle movie. Ooh. Uh, stars uh, Andre Garcia, who is also in The Shark's Cave and Tintorero. So that's two shark movies. Uh, the Italians did lots of Jaws ripoffs. Uh, and he was also in another Bermuda Triangle movie called. The Bermuda Triangle. Wow. Inventive title. Yep. From the year before this one. Um, so this one, you've got Mary, who's played by Carol Andre, and she uh, she disappears off the Florida, Florida coast. Um, so uh, Bo goes out to look for her. Um, this also stars uh, Gianni Garco, uh, you might remember from Italian Westerns, and Gabriele Fazzetti, who you might remember from... Uh, on a Majesty's Secret Service. Oh, okay. And uh, La Ventura. Hmm. Fantastic movie. Um, anyway, uh, so they go out uh, to try and solve this mystery. And if you haven't seen the poster or uh, watched the uh, uh, opening narration, then the answer is a big surprise. Oh. Um, I, I watched this on uh, good old Amazon Prime, I think. And... Uh, I noticed that two minutes are repeated back to back. Huh. And I watched all of them. Uh, and the end credits misspell assistant. Hmm. Always a good sign. <laughs> and uh, the aliens have, uh, they wear leotards with zippers. Oh, yeah. So, How do they get out of them? <laughs> they control. don't have zippers. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, it's just one of those basic inventions that's universal. Yeah. Uh, Speaking of Amazon Prime, Psychotronic Man is on there. If you, if you've not seen that cool. one, Psychotronic Man, I might have. There's also uh, uh, since you brought up Young G vampires, I watched uh, Robo Vampire. Oh yeah. Oof, mm-hmm. man, what a terrible film that was. Yeah. I discussed it last time, so right. I won't rehash it. But <laughs> I still need to watch the yeah, sequel. Yeah, you, you talked about it when I wasn't. Yeah, you know, when you were. Yeah, uh, good ones are those uh, encounters of the spooky kind, uh, uh, which the summer hung. All the summer hung. Oh yeah, yeah, worth watching. Yeah, so encounters of the spooky kind and uh, the first uh, Mr. Vampire. Oh okay. Movies are the good ones. I reckon. Yeah. Anyway, that's it. Um, well, do you want to go next, Will? Yeah. Uh, the only movie I've really watched recently was uh, Under the Silver Lake, which. I believe you... Did you see that one? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought you had reviewed it here on the hmm. show back when we were... So many movies, In the old though. studio. There's so many movies, though. But uh, made by the guy who made uh, It Follows. Oh. Not a horror movie. Um, it's more of a millennial take on Mulholland Drive. Okay. So I would love to see it on a double bill with Mulholland Drive. Right. Um, it was like mm, if Wes Anderson and David Lynch had a baby. Oh. So kind of quirky, kind of... Creepy. Creepy. Wow. Um, Best of both worlds. Very imaginative. Super cool. Highly recommended. I don't want to tell anybody okay. anything about it. Cause All right. Just go into it. Un- under the Silver Lake. <laughs> under the Silver Lake. Okay. Noted. Well, yeah. I'll, I'll just write it down. Silver Lake's a uh, lake in Los Angeles. Yeah. 
I kind of assumed that was the same Silver Lake. Mm-hmm. I think Henry Rollins used to live over there. Or yeah. maybe, maybe still does. So, <laughs> still does. I don't know. He could. In a van down by Silver Lake. <laughs> right. <laughs> he doesn't live on the lake. Yeah. He lives in the neighborhood. Um, what else? That's pretty much it for movies. Um, I've been watching a lot of Vanderpump Rules because I love me some idiots. Yeah. Um, man, they come so close to self-awareness, yet never attain it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then I watched a couple episodes of Orange is the New Black last season, which is a... Uh, wow! They sucked all the comedy out of it, <laughs> doubled up on the depression. Really? Yeah, it is a bummer. I kind of checked out of it. I think most people checked out a few seasons ago. I kept with it. I'm not quite sure why, (laughs) other than I like the cast. It got to be like a little too similar to Hogan's Heroes with, you know. (laughs) Yeah, season four was a very, that, thank you. Because season four was a very, I think season four, was a very Hogan's Heroes. Or maybe season five, I don't remember. But one of them, yeah, there was a, you know, radio hidden in the coffee can and... Yeah, the the Russian lady had a tunnel out of the place or some shit like that. It Man. doesn't it doesn't work. Yeah, we already saw this. Oh well. So uh, that's it for me. Oh, um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, I was in Chicago for Oddities and Curiosities, and uh, really good people. Um, weather didn't cooperate, so the crowd wasn't what it could have been. Uh, but uh, I did have the benefit of. Uh, on my way in and on my way out, visiting with family. That's okay. She, she does that. She has a sensitive spot. Oh. That's the little dog. She yipes when you pick her up sometimes. I, um, I, I didn't have the grip that I'd like to have had. No, no. She, it's just a certain spot on her ribs. Yeah, she looks happy now. Yeah, we'll cut, yeah, we'll cut, seems okay. we'll cut okay. that out. See, Loki came to help. Um, so we'll, <laughs> we'll cut that out. So uh, I had the benefit of... Uh, on my way in and on my way out getting to visit family, um, although it was a very brief visit. Uh, I had some time to myself, and what do I do but watch some Curse of Oak Island? Cause, oh, man. Because, you know, we cut the cord when we moved into this house yeah, yeah. some months ago. And uh, my sister has On Demand, so I was just like, oh, yeah, Curse of Oak Island. And, of course, it's still remembered from last time I watched it, you know, so I knew which episode I left off. <clears throat> Uh, Will, you're going to be shocked when I tell you this. Yeah? Did they find something? Well, they did. <gasps> really? A coin. Um, some bone, maybe? A fa- fragment of bone? Huh. What was the coin? Uh, I don't honestly remember. I want to say it was from the 1800s. But they did actually uncover some structures and some wooden beams, and they were able to do some um, scientific dating of this stuff and figure out that the uh, oak beams were from the original uh a period in time when they supposed that the treasure was buried. So it got pretty interesting. And that's not really a big spoiler, but I watched like four or five episodes of this. And I'm just like, you know what? You could have probably covered this in two episodes, but that's always the problem with any of those shows. But then the weather, you know, is about to turn. So they're like, well, that's it for this year. And so it was, of course, also it for this season. And, um, then I did watch, of course, a, a Scream 2 in preparation for this. And Scream 3 in case we were going to talk about it. But we got to save something for next time, right? We could go, we could do Scrithreme and Scriform. <laughs> Scriform, yes. <laughs> the, the, the werewolf ambulance calls it Scriform because of the way they use the form. The, fo- the, four, the, four. For, <laughs> the four. The four for an A. <laughs> yep. 
Yeah. Scriform. Yeah. So you got, uh, yeah, maybe another episode where we could cover three and four. And uh, did they do a five? No, they did Not a TV yet. show that blows. Yeah, yeah. The first season was good, and then the, they just they just kept making killers that had no motive. So got real dumb. Yeah, uh, next season of um, American Horror Story is 1984. It's a slasher one. Mm-hmm. Looking forward to that. I am. I still haven't seen the most recent one because we don't have like any form of cable or anything. So I basically wait for it to come on Netflix. So it's been a little bit, but I'm rewatching um, Cult because I really like that one. Hmm. But yeah, I'm really excited for the slasher season. It's gonna be so good. So what have you watched since we did this last? Well, what have you watched lately? That's probably not a good question because okay. you probably watched a hundred things since you were here last. Yeah, um, I watched. I introduced my friend to Silence of the Lambs. Whoa, um, that's heavy. It's a good one. It still scares the crap out of me. You do consider it horror? Yeah, it's suspense horror. It's not a thriller. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wait, I thought it was a rom-com this whole time. I thought it was a musical going in, so... Oh, yeah. <laughs> I have a good Silence of the Lambs story to tell after you finish. Um, so you did that one? The first time I watched it, it scared the bejesus out of me. Um, yeah, Dad made me watch it. Well, they didn't make me, but they brought it up, and I was like, okay. And then I pulled that move where it's like, I'm going to go to the bathroom, you don't have to pause it. Uh, um, but it was fun to see my my friend react to it to the the big um reveal plot twists yeah yeah um i mean the movie's what 30 years old we could probably say what it is should we mm-hmm. the fbi's no no we shouldn't should we not ruin it okay mm-hmm. okay uh, yes we should no they okay. find treasure <laughs> I was just agreeing with you. It was just like an affirmative yes. Okay. Okay. Yes, it is 30 years old. No, mm-hmm. we shouldn't. won't spoil it. We shouldn't. I mean, nah. anyone who hasn't seen that deserves to I have the, the surprises. It's a good one. Yeah. Um, I watched the first Insidious, and it was okay. I don't like ghosts. I think I've talked about this before. Ghosts and hands are just not my jam. Um, Do you want to hear something dumb I did? Ghost hands? <laughs> No. Okay. <laughs> it's like jazz hands, only you can't see them. <laughs> um, when I was at uh, Aris, mm-hmm. uh this family walked up, and they looked normal-ish, but I could tell there was something a little off about them. Did you poke them to see if you were through? Oh, no, they were real. They were gingers. They were real? Okay. They were gingers. But they were gingers. <laughs> they totally were. But uh, it's like, you're kidding me. And the young guy is like, you know, 10, 11 years old. I said, you've seen that, huh? Okay, what about this other one? Because they were flipping through some uh, reprint movie posters I had. Mm-hmm. And um, I said, well, how old were you when you started watching horror movies? <clears throat> and the mom says, oh, I let him start watching them at, I don't know, five, six years old. And I said, well, I guess I started about that age too, but they weren't like movies are now. And she's like, yeah, they're going to see them eventually anyway, so might as well start it now. <laughs> and so the kids were like, yeah, we love these movies. you know." So the the kids were like, you know, 10 or 11 and then like 13, you know, so they were a boy and a girl and they were with their mom. And, um, and one of them said that they really liked, I think the mom said she really liked ghost movies better than anything else. And I said, Oh, okay. So the eye, the original, the eye. And I think, I'm not sure they said they had seen it or not. Let's see if we can get rid of that line noise. Is that? I don't know. I don't know if, if too many wires are in one spot. 
Oh, that it got it, worse. That made it worse. It's like a. How dare you? It's like the Chernobyl sabotage. The Chernobyl uh, Geiger counter noise. Um, so uh, I, I asked, you know, what what's kind of your favorite subgenre of horror? And I think the mom said she liked ghost movies. And I said, um, well, have you seen The Eye, the original? And I don't remember if she said yes or no. And I said, ooh, did you see the one from Argentina? Um, I want to make sure I get this right. Terrify, terrified, terrifier. Terrifiers. Terrifier. Uh, wait a minute. No, terrified. I'm like, oh, no, 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 no. Okay, don't get the one with the clown. Get the yes. other one from Argentina. And I said, it's Terrifier. I'm sure of it. I was wrong. It was Terrified. Mm-hmm. Atarados. I could even say it in, in yeah. you know, in the actual language it was written in. Spanish? Was it Spanish? <laughs> it wasn't Portuguese? No. Okay. Not in Argentina. French? I don't know. I've never been to Argentina. I don't know. Speak no Argentinian. What? And look, I don't speak Bora Boran either. <laughs> So anyway, uh, they walked away and I went, shit, I got that wrong. I got that backward. And, and I darted out of the it's aisle. It's terrified. <laughs> they vanished. So I think I know why they liked ghost movies so much. They were dead all along. I think they were dead all along. So back to you, Ziggy. Good story. <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. right? <laughs> so I told some people the wrong movie and then they vanished. It was, your information was so bad they literally died. <laughs> they um, literally they were walking believe it or not they were walking toward a guy's um display where he was selling uh what crucifixes no funeral well there were some crucifixes in it okay. but funeral stuff and um mortician stuff <gasps> so i don't know if that makes you feel kind of icky to look at that sort of thing i don't know i've never really had to look at that sort of thing oh well next time we do an oddity show here oh no don't make me look at things <laughs> You just walk around the place and look at things. Okay. Yeah. You get paid well at that stuff, That's right? That's true. Okay. Um, what else? Yeah, so I watched that movie, and uh, um, and then I watched a Netflix original that was like, what was it called? It was like Secret Obsession or something. It's basically, I'm, spoilers, but the trailer gives it away. This <laughs> girl's chased by a killer with a knife, and then is hit by a car and has brain damage. And her husband is there at the hospital, and he's like, baby, do you remember anything? And she's like, no. Obviously, she's got brain damage. And then they go back to his, like, fortress cabin, and they're like, this is our family home. And then he's, like, not her husband. Uh-oh. But the trailer tells you that. So, I don't know. I watched it because the um, the main dude, the, like, husband, not husband, reminded me of a teacher I have. And so I thought it would be funny. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> It's an okay movie, except there's, like, one scene where he goes to, like, put his hand on hers when she's in the hospital bed, and she just goes, <gasps> and, like, pulls away, and it's just such bad acting. <laughs> I, oh. So, it's just overacted and dumb. It's such, it's not a good movie. Hmm. Well. Uh, no. Well, there you go. Also, most of the deaths you don't even see, and there are two of them, and you don't see either of them. Two whole deaths in a movie. Mm-hmm. Also, he, like, ties her up and then leaves, and she gets out, and then ties her up again, like, five different times. Oh, wow. Like, it's just the same thing over and over again, with different materials. Okay. It's pretty bad. Hmm. Well, all right. Um, what else? Anything good? I rewatched the newest It again, because I always watch that movie. Did you? I watch that movie, like, once a month. Wow. I love that movie. Yeah. So well, have you seen the trailer for the next one? Yeah, I'm so excited. Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness, I'm going to cry. Because I read the book, so I kind of right. know what happens. And I'm really excited because they're um, bringing 
in more of the book, um, the aspects that they had to skip in the first one. Right. Um, I'm really excited to see that because the book does touch on like hate crimes and things like racism and sexism, and I hope they're skipping the weird like pedophilia bits, but it's okay. Yeah, as long as they have the giant monsters at the end. So take they have it as a spider. Happy. I've heard because that's what happens. We've read in the, the novel, book. right? Yes. Yeah. Um, oh, did I just spoilers? Um, yeah, I, I, I was I was being vague. Oh, but there are two giant creatures mm-hmm. have the fire at the end. That's true. And most, I think, most of our listeners have seen the Tim Curry, yeah, original TV miniseries. It, so they know about the spider. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if they don't, well, man. I mean, it's, it's a fear. It's vague. It's it kind of comes up in the first one, when they're all fighting the clown, and then it like turns and becomes different things. It has spider legs at one point. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm excited. They're, they do like the hate crimes bit that the book opens with, and it seems like they're sticking true to the characters and their plot lines. I'm going to cry. I'm going to cry. When mm-hmm. I watch it, I'm going to cry. Well, naturally. Um, Is that out in September? Uh, September 6th. All right. Wow. That's, that's soon. I'm so excited. It doesn't excited. feel soon to I'm you. I'm so excited. Well, it is, because it's almost August, and then I don't know what months go in what order, but nope, it's September's soon. September's after August. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You got... Uh, so soon. You got a little California vacation coming up. I do. Go see Grandma. Mm-hmm. Go hang out. Is a way to remember the month order. It's Jason D. <laughs> Jason Derulo. Jason, Jason Devorhees. <laughs> There's a video where this this guy like reads off some of them, and he just goes Jason Derulo. Oh, that's and funny. that's how I would remember it if I could remember things right now. But yeah. I guess I can't do that. It's <clears throat> summer. You're it's not, summer. My brain cell count is like. Are you gonna now. watch uh, Midsummer? You said. Yeah, I'm gonna try to watch that uh, Wednesday. Mm-hmm. But we might have to push it off for the weekend. Okay. Also depends where it's playing. Mm. It was at the Alamo Draft House, but uh, I'm not sure if it's still there. Yeah, that one seems to be passing through pretty quickly. Yeah. So uh, Brian, our our friend who's been on the show before, um, told me that he went and saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and he said. Uh, I don't know if I've ever discussed the Tarantino foot fetish with him. I noticed it before anyone else said it to me. Have yeah. you heard about that? I, uh, yeah, I have. Okay. So, I don't. Brian said so many feet in this movie. You know, you get you get you get a certain. I don't. I don't want to spoil anything about the movie, but uh, yeah, it's so, just feet. Yeah, yeah, it's a foot. It's just feet. I always have a problem with like underlying fetishes in like movies and books. I mean, I think everybody kind of does should i don't know no. but tarantino and that and stephen king and his children it's a pretty thing. harmless uh, thing to be uh, yeah fixate on mm-hmm. what, well the, the children or the feet 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 oh feet. Okay. i was gonna not, say not I, children I was like, jesus yeah don't fit don't fixate on them <laughs> their feet fine their feet fine <laughs> from the ankle up leave them alone they're little feet no, was, tattling or you know paddling like the around chucky like feet. chucky <laughs> That's right. It's adorable. Oh, that's funny you should say that. I actually rewatched Chucky when I was packing for oddities. The original uh, well, no, Child's no, I'm Play? I'm sorry, Child's Play. Mm. I, I rewatched Child's Play. So uh, it was weird. There's a lot I forgot about it. That fucking kid cannot make breakfast. <laughs> oh, my God. Did you remember the scene? Yeah. Oh, my gosh, with the sugar? Yeah. He's got, like, a mixing bowl full of uh, Fruit Loops. Then he puts, like, 
a whole bunch of sugar on top of it. And it gets it. everywhere. Like, he can't stir. And then he burns some <laughs> toast, and he puts, like, a yep. giant scoop of, like, country crock on it. So you're saying mm-hmm. Andy deserved it. <laughs> exactly what I was getting to. <laughs> If you can, like, no culinary skills, just instant was, death. Yeah, if I was a murderous, uh, you know, voodoo doll, voodoo doll, I'd, I'd go after that kid for sure. So, anyway, anything else? Um, you've not seen the new Chucky? Yeah, no, I have. No, she went and yeah. saw that. I think she's the only one of us who's yeah has seen the new Child's Play. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do an original versus remake after we all get a chance to see it. Okay. All I've right. already talked about it some on yeah. the last time, yeah. but oh, okay. I yeah, love I remember talking. <laughs> yeah. So if you can't tell by the times I'm on here and just do not stop talking. But this is the place to do it. This is what That's we do true. here. Yeah, and we've got listeners all over the damn world. It's really weird. They love me. And that's the main mm-hmm. reason they're coming back <laughs> yeah. to the show. They're it's, like, it's the Ziggy yeah. and his friends show. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, they're just hoping that you'll be on an episode. <laughs> so maybe we'll just splice your voice in occasionally. We'll just take little sound bites. Yeah. What do they just call me it? and they call the dog a, yelping. A soundboard. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Uh, that it? We yeah. Talk? I mean, I think actually, now that I'm thinking about it, I think I watched the newest It twice. Oh. Well, that... Anytime my parents like go out and I have to watch my sister, when she goes to bed, I watch that movie because like, we only have one, um, we have two TVs that do DVDs and they're both downstairs. Okay. So one's in my parents' room, so I can't very well just like, watch it in there. And then the other one is right outside their room, and they don't like overhearing my horror movies. Oh my god. Oh man. So it doesn't have a headphone jack. No, because it's like one of those big, thick TVs. Because we don't like them skinny, fancy ones. The modern ones. Uh, give us a thick TV, so yeah. it could like crush you in a second. Yeah. Um, no, that was like in news. Scream One. Yes, yep. I'm gonna say there was some movie where a killer got killed with a TV recently. Oh, wasn't there Mother's Day? But uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, there was Nightmare on Elm Street Part Two or one. Three or, or, yeah, yeah. Welcome to I Prime Time, bitch. That one. <laughs> I remembered something that I watched. Yeah, what? I watched um, Holidays, the horror anthology mm-hmm. on Netflix, oh. and I really liked that. Did you a lot? Except for one of them. But the rest of them, I really liked. I thought that was really interesting because they're like short indie horror things that are yeah. just kind of unsettling. Well, I thought it was done well. Good. So it's a recommend. Yes. Cool. Let's talk about Scream Two. Yes. Mm-hmm. So um, Scream Two. <laughs> sure, Julian's the, like, can we just uh, keep talking about recently watched? Yeah. Follow up to uh, Scream. Scream. This movie blows. <laughs> I'm just going to put that out there. This movie kind of blows. You don't like Scream 2? No, if I had to rate them in like order, it's Scream, Scream 4, Scream 3, and Scream 2. Ooh. Okay, what did they get wrong? Well, first of all, what, and we talked about this when you were on the show before, what did they get right that was so appealing to you with Scream? Um, Scream just scared the crap out of me. Yeah? I don't know. I just, it was, considering it was like my first horror movie, there was all these like new exciting things. And then it was also self-aware and comedic. Yeah. So the the jump scares terrified me, but also I loved it. Um, and this one just didn't do it for me. It just... Is it because they retreaded enough stuff? Yeah. That you just felt like you were getting... Well, Joe Bob Briggs said it. You know, you want to make a successful sequel? Just make the same movie again. Yeah. And they killed Randy, which I'm not okay with. Nope. And then I just, none of the 
the plot really, like, did it for me. I wasn't like, ooh, that's a good twist. They had two good, like, chase scenes slash death scenes, and that's the one in the car, for me, at least, the, the, the car thing where they have to get out, and then... Nice. Yeah, you like that? The detective gets the rebar. Mm-hmm. And then when they get out of the car and then go back and then he's not there, that scene just scared me because it's such a long, like, suspense thing. Um, and then the chase scene in, like, the sound booths I thought was scary. But that was it. But as you pointed out um, before, that uh, when they're getting out of the car, they're crawling across the killer. Mm-hmm. Um, and, like... Emily was just yelling at him to clobber him some more. And you, you said pretty much the same thing, you know, choke him out or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Common the sense. suspense for me. I think for me it was just like the, like, okay, they're almost out. And then mm-hmm. them going and then her coming back and then I'm not being there. And then I was like, ah, so many moving parts. <laughs> um, so I thought that was fairly suspenseful. But yeah, I mean, I think watching it though i was like just get the fuck out i wasn't like oh my god you know what they should do strangle him mm-hmm. um but then i did remember that there is a gun on the hood and nobody yeah. gets that the killer doesn't even do mm-hmm. that he's like no i'm gonna stick with my old filleting knife yeah. Oh, yeah it doesn't make sense you know will has pointed this out several times you you cut the head off That'll, yeah. that'll that'll stop everything. <laughs> that'll stop most things. Well, it won't stop a ghost, right? There's, yeah. Uh, there's gunplay at the end. So it was one of those mm-hmm. guns the detectives. Yeah, but those are super lame. Wait, maybe not. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know if the killer got the gun then. We or never. Not. Th- that could never be the gun that Mickey has at the end. Mm. With very obvious plastic seams around the middle. <laughs> yeah. Spoiler. So, did you feel like Wes Craven? phoned this in or do you feel like he leaned into this properly because he did direct this one and he was one of the producers i think it was a adequate sequel yeah but the <clears throat> have an adequate birthday yeah i think like, <laughs> I, I was like okay there's there's a sequel there all right i thought the 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 killer concept was cool and i thought the Intro was cool. Just as a whole, it didn't do it for me. So Wes Craven was like, "Oh, you liked the cake, huh? Here, have a corner piece." <laughs> Wes, that was kind of kind of a big corner piece. That's mostly frosting. No, no, no go ahead, have some. Actually, I don't like cake. I like frosting. <laughs> so there you go. Wow. That's why so, you like scream. Basically, he was just like, "Here's some bread." <laughs> okay. So Wes Craven was like, "Hey, have some cake." And you like, like toast? And you're like, "Oh, uh, I hope he gives me a corner piece." And he's like, "Here, have this shitty middle piece with the really thin frosting on the top." Mm-hmm. Man. That's yeah. what that's what Wes Craven did to you. Yep. Okay. Just a big fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right to Ziggy. Just no. <laughs> you thought. He reached out through time and denied you. <laughs> 1997. <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We had. Do you want me to move this mouse? Uh, no, no, no. We're just gonna turn this monitor toward me a little bit. Um, I wanted to talk uh, briefly about um, the the music in this. Um, I love the soundtrack for this movie, though. Yeah, so you've, you've got this, um, let's see, uh, Marco Beltrami hmm. returned to uh, score this one, but they did add some uh, music by Danny Elfman later on, which you've heard a million things from Danny Elfman. Probably. Um, boingo, 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 probably. Oh, yeah, so I've got actually got a bunch of Boingo Boingo on vinyl over here. Dead Man's Party is my jam. That is album? It? Yeah, I, like, I play it all the time at the house. Man, Good For Your Soul is my favorite album by them. 
I actually really like the song Little Girls, and then I realized what it's about, and I went, ah. Oh, is it pervy? It's, yes. Okay, wow. I I love when, and stuff. when they use some pervy song in a national-wide advertisement. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> you know. Or something that's about heroin or... Yeah, something inappropriate, you know, yeah. and you're like, why are they advertising the Tigger movie with this? And <laughs> there's like some B. line about biting the pillow. That's not good for kids. <laughs> biting the pillow. It sounds innocent enough. You know. or the fact that, I don't like, remember the song, but I remember the Tigger movie specifically. Oh, Around God. 2000 had a song that the line in it was biting the pillow. Did you ever watch the movie? Were they I never the, watched the movie. Maybe they were Maybe right. Maybe that was Maybe appropriate. That's that infamous Eeyore punch scene. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. oh, man. Now we know why he's depressed. That's right. Oh, it's PTSD. Yeah. So, um, <laughs> so the, the Cassandra aria is the uh, bit that Danny Elfman uh, made, which was a... A choral track um, so um, you got that uh, which is pretty cool you know they didn't they didn't mess around there you said Ziggy earlier that the the budget on this one was much higher mm-hmm. and you were wondering where they spent it yeah <laughs> maybe on Danny Elfman and uh, Marco Beltrami that could be where they spent yeah, some renting it. out a whole university well, there's that um, they had two different locations they filmed in Pasadena and Malibu Ooh. So um, Malibu's got to be expensive, yeah, right? There's your money. Yeah, right there. Um, let's see. Uh, production. So filming. Um, so the sorority homes uh, were filmed in Pasadena. That's, and that's, of course, if you remember the original Halloween movie, uh-huh. that's the area. Uh-huh. Um, so if it kind of felt like you've seen that neighborhood before. Yeah, that's where. All horror movie that's neighborhoods kind of look the same. Haddonfield, Illinois. So, um, but the fictional stab movie was filmed in Malibu. Um, so, uh, UCLA, uh, was used in to film this and this is where you want to go to school, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, how's that looking for you? 16% acceptance rate. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's better. Mm-mm. That's better than 1.6. Which is like Harvard law. Oh, it's that bad. I don't know. I don't want to do that. So I have no idea. Oh, okay. Um, all Ivy leagues. I kind of swerved. QCLA, yeah, no. So when you first... Well, this is not the time to discuss uh, higher education, I suppose. Horror movies and higher education. My wife went to one of the Seven Sisters. Mm. Oh, really? She loved it. She went to Smith. Oh, nice. No, I I think it's always a good time to discuss higher education when you have someone who's not pursued it yet. Yeah, I'm on my way. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, you got to do those DNA tests and find out mm-hmm. if there's anything... Scholarships for least... being slightly less white than everybody else. <laughs> right. <laughs> By at least half, right? Uh, I'm yeah. putting that on a survey. Slightly <laughs> less white. Yeah. I've been entering a lot of surveys at the museum, and we have a lot of white patrons. Yeah. So you're slightly less white than them, right? So, yeah. yeah. We could put slightly less white. <laughs> but, um, that band is, however... <laughs> Playing at the Lion's Lair. It's a weed strain. <laughs> that is a weed strain. Slightly less white. I don't, I don't know, man. That sounds more like a late 90s, early 2000s uh, like ska punk band or something. Like, Why not both? <laughs> right. Well, the strain's named after the band. There you go. Yeah. So they're going to roll in the town. Maybe it's a coffee for slightly adventurous hipsters. Oh, yeah. Ooh. That would work. Like a flat white 
Isn't that one one of those drinks? Yep. Yeah. A flat white. Yeah. Sure. It is. Why not? I, I don't know what it is. Um, Someone explained it to me. It's mostly paint. There's the white mocha. Is that what? It's just a, is it a white mocha? Yeah, it's, it's just milky. White milky white mocha. And you can get like a vanilla steamer, which is just white people saying, I want sweet milk. Warm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. So many of my friends do that, and I cannot be seen yeah. with them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can't be seen with you people. Well, you you got a summer job, sort of. So you got some, yeah. you got some walking around money. Yep. I'm going to spend it on like gummy worms and movie tickets. Well, yeah, that's a lot of gummy worms and movie tickets. I can, yep, it is. Yeah, that's Challenge cool. accepted. That's cool. So um, so this thing uh, is, is filmed somewhere that, you know, feels like horror movies because we got, uh, you know, the pedigree of having a Halloween movie filmed in Pasadena. So that's cool looking. But I don't think any, like, random watcher is going to be like, this is a solid horror movie. That's, that's, that's Halloween right there. That's the same area. That's the same general vicinity. I don't know. I I feel like I recognize the vibe of a place being similar to another movie. I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Maybe yeah. I've watched Halloween a, a lot of times. Seasoned horror fan. <clears throat> um, so the next thing I wanted to ask you all about is how about this cast? Uh, Jada Pinkett Smith. First, she's in this one. Yeah. First, yeah, first kill. Yeah, I think she was a highlight. Yeah, that's a pretty early highlight. <laughs> so yeah. The movie's all downhill from there. For yeah. Me. That was the peak. It's a good hook. When did you guys first see this? Uh, Ziggy, I know for you it was somewhat recently. Um, a couple years after ago. After I watched the first one, I took like two months to recover, and then I binged the rest of them. Okay. And that was within the last year or two? Uh, yeah. I have no concept of time. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's either, yeah. <laughs> it's so much school, it all blurs together, right? right? Mm-hmm. So what about you, Jillian? When did you see the first Scream? Do you remember? First one or the second one? Well, I'm just saying, when did you get onto this whole Scream thing? Uh, well, whenever it came out. Video store days? Yeah. Back back in New Mexico? Yeah. Yeah, so. And then I saw the second one when it came out. You went, you went and saw this in the theater? Yeah. What did you think? Uh, I remember liking it, but I think it was a good theater experience. Everybody was really into it. Kind of People like, were yelling at the screen. Well, they felt emboldened to do that because the audience in the movie was doing that. Exactly. <laughs> like right out Did of the that gate. make you paranoid at all? No. But it was Having a lot of fun. Having that opening scene being so like meta and yeah. someone dying. Yeah. Yeah. It'd be good. Um, I wish more people dressed up. <laughs> <laughs> right. Aren't you not allowed to do that anymore? Like wear masks and stuff to like yeah, I don't movie think so. theaters and things? Yeah. Yeah, that's that's. You can't bring plastic knives for sure. No, it's a bad idea to wear a mask into a place. Mm-hmm. Totally. Unless off. you're robbing it. Well, you know, what? yeah. Then it's a good idea for you. Yeah. <laughs> but it's, it can uh, also yeah, get you. I, I was surprised to see they they're doing the zombie crawl again this year. Oh really? Um, do you suppose like there's some inherent danger there? It was pretty obnoxious last time I got caught up in it. Oh, you got caught up in it? Like With the you... zombies? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was like swinging left and right. And, yeah. But they kept coming. <laughs> Had my good old cricket bat. Yeah. That's what they do. <laughs> but yeah, yeah there, was, there was like people... Weapon of choice. It's a cricket know, bat, yeah, they, really? They, I mean, feel it's just like uh, in, in an area. Yeah. And they did it. You know, it's fine. You know, have fun. But they were just like running all the way up and down the mall and, uh, oh. and just chasing each other through the crowds. Ah. Oh. Uh, it, it, it got pretty obnoxious. Yeah. 
Well, weren't they all warned not to mess around with the buses or something like that? Uh, I don't remember. <clears throat> there was there were some warnings put out by the police or or maybe the transit authority that were just like you know don't do this. This is bad for you. Yes. Zombies have to stay off public transit. Yeah, just it's a rule. Yeah, just go shamble. Shamble. Have you not seen Train to Busan? Yeah. You yeah, know, we, we know what, or don't let zombies on a train or rabid for another earlier example. Yeah. Um, so Julian, when did you see the first scream? Do you know? For it sure? must've been early 2000s. Okay. And um, then this one, nineties, so I was traveling around. So right. I wouldn't have seen it theatrically. So the, so uh, the sequel, you probably weren't just hot on the idea of seeing this. No, I wasn't a big, uh, Wes Craven fan. Right. Um, and you know, I, I, I like uh, there's a couple of his movies I, I really like, but apart from that, I'm I'm kind of lukewarm on him. But not the Freddy movies. <laughs> he, he's he's one of those directors. Uh, it, it looks good on paper, you know. The concepts are good, and he's interesting to read about. But the actual movies, I yeah, yeah, I'm not that mad about. Hey, there's some directors that really work for you, and some that don't. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I'm, I'm not. There's there's no judgment on him. It's just my no. It's taste. taste yeah. yeah, there's no accounting for taste. Um, so you were probably fairly young when you discovered what a director meant and why that was important mm-hmm. and what was cool about it. Like, I think I discovered Hitchcock pretty young, and I was yeah, like, yeah. this dude gets it. Yeah. Like, he's doing something really different. Yeah. And I think he was easier to kind of latch on to because he had that Alfred Hitchcock Presents TV show that was in reruns. Yeah. I never saw those until much later. Yeah. It wasn't a big thing in Britain. They started showing those again when I was a teenager, I think. Oh wow! But yeah, he's he's um, he's easy to get into because so much of what he came up with is how thrillers are done. You know, this is it's like the Beatles. You know, he's in the DNA of every <laughs> thriller that come came afterwards. Listeners, welcome Leela to the show. <laughs> the bigger puppy. The scratchy dog noises. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, and and you read about him and, and how he worked out stuff, and, and it's all the the grammar of uh, movies, right? There, so you, you learn a lot about movies just from reading about him. Yeah, and and uh, of course, people would refer to him as the master of suspense. And, yeah, definitely. And he did things that no one had done before. Mm-hmm. Now, when someone might see a Hitchcock movie now and say, "Well, I've seen that. Who cares?" Well, you've seen it because everyone's imitated him yeah. since he did it first. So that, it's starting with silent movies, in fact. Oh, yeah. So, you know, a director is an important, very important part of a movie. And I don't think a sequel like this would be half as good as it is, even if you don't particularly like it. You probably would like it particularly less if someone else had directed it. <laughs> but I think it's... And once again, like you said, Ziggy, it's adequate. Yeah, it, it like I didn't really want to watch it again, but when I was watching it, I was like, okay, this is a solid movie. This is a film that is there on the screen right now. Um, <laughs> yeah, I just no, not my favorite. No, um, I understand that. Um, but that cast, okay, back to that. Okay, mm. so the cast, you get most of your important characters back well the ones that got killed obviously aren't back and uh, they kill randy they why do they got to go kill randy except know. matthew lillard is in the sorority party scene is he yeah 
<laughs> he's in the background? Uh-huh. <laughs> he showed up. I have not seen him, but evidently he's there. That's like the guy waggling his penis at the end of Teen Wolf. Yeah. He's just there. Oh, Ziggy, do you not know about this? No. Oh, my God. Have you seen Teen Wolf? The show? The movie. The movie, no. Oh. Well, I'm sure you I won't... I think in parts, but not okay. in full. Yeah, he's, well, you... he's a recurring character in the show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here, so here's what happens. And oh, no. uh, this isn't terribly inappropriate for me to be saying this to you, but uh, when they filmed the movie... <laughs> There was a guy in the audience who exposed himself and was jumping around <laughs> at the point where they win the basketball game. The winning shot happens and everyone's jumping around and cheering. And they somehow <laughs> missed that the guy right behind the main characters <laughs> is exposing himself and jumping around. Nice. And then holds a shirt in front of himself and puts it away. And uh, it was in every <laughs> version of the movie. Uh, every version, every release of the movie up until probably just recent years, someone went, hey, look at what's up on that there screen. Yeah, that's wild. Nobody noticed that before. How? And uh, Will, you you mentioned that it was probably somebody who just did nothing but watch Teen Wolf and then eventually... Yeah, somebody watched Teen Wolf too many times and was watching <laughs> the background and saw that. Yeah, they were wondering what people in the crowd might be wearing or what the banners would say. Oh, mm-hmm. I think that they were just looking for it. Yeah. They were like, there is a banner somewhere in this movie. If there is a god. <laughs> <laughs> so, but this cast. So you get Nev Campbell back as Sydney, and you get David. And a lesbian. Well, does she Still ex- a lesbian. <clears throat> does Still she ex- a lesbian. <laughs> so, yeah. The, uh, no you, Indigo Girl <clears throat> posters of this time. I looked. She, she saw that as being sort of passe at this point. Yeah, probably. She's in college. It was a phase. Yeah. Maybe she's experimenting with being straight in college, you know. <laughs> yeah. With a boyfriend who kind of is gay, yeah. 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 A boyfriend um, who looks like he should have graduated college about 15 years ago. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, we got David Arquette back as Dewey. We got Courtney Cox as Gail Weathers. Oh. Jamie Kennedy as Randy, and he doesn't make it through the movie. Jerry O'Connell, which, Ziggy, I was um, a little surprised that you have not seen Stand By Me. My parents will be mad hearing that. Um, so here's here's the... We have it. Oh, do you? I just don't want to cry. And they, they, they keep telling me it's going to make me cry. No, it won't. So I've been putting it off. Don't watch it. Don't, you, don't watch it. <laughs> Okay. Don't watch it. It's really good. I, I I'm going to eventually. I just they, whenever we're looking at movies, they're like, we could do an action movie or a comedy or <laughs> stand, by, stand me. by me. And then they bring up the color purple every time, and I'm like, I don't want to cry. Okay, no, you're not gonna cry. I don't want to see Will Wheaton. Yeah, Will Wheaton. <laughs> Young Will Wheaton. Whatever happened to you? You look weird now with your beard <laughs> and your belly. Um. So, okay, <laughs> back so to the... he turned into Santa Claus? <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's what I thought, too. I was confused. He laid his finger next to his nose, and he went up the chimney. <laughs> um, <laughs> Jerry O'Connell, uh, the fat kid from Stand By Me. And he's not even really that fat. Fucking fat-phobic people back when they made that movie. Um, well, Stephen King, maybe he's just fat-phobic. <clears throat> um, There's Tim- always one character. Timothy Oliphant. Do you remember his speech in Go, Will? Where he, t- he talks about uh, Family Circus? Oh, yeah, I remember that. I didn't realize that was Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. It's, it, have you seen Go? Oh, okay. Go's a pretty good movie. Yeah, maybe it's a, a mid 90s f- frenetic drug movie. Mm-hmm. These people go to a rave and they have to sell a bunch of fake X or something. Yeah. And then they have to go 
basically kiss the ring of the local drug dealer and they walk into this diner and it's Timothy Oliphant. He doesn't want to be disturbed until he's done reading the funnies. And he says something about saving family circus for last. Yeah. He's like, it's just sitting there in the corner, different and round, just waiting to suck. <laughs> and he, I think he reads and then just kind of shakes his head and puts the paper down. If, if I can find the soundbite, I'll drop it in at the end of the show. But uh, yeah, Timothy Oliphant, I love him and everything he's in. Yeah. Uh, what was the um, What was the one where he's the sheriff guy? Oh. Um... Oh damn it! I can't think of it. Yeah, I can't think of it either. Listeners, scream the answer. Um, I watched the first season. It was okay, but... Yeah, it, it got a little weird. It was that. a little repetitive, maybe, I thought, for the first season, yeah. if I'm thinking of the show. He returns to a small town. Yeah. To, yeah, because he's like a federal... He's a federal agent. Anyway, um, well, you know what I could do if I had half, half If a, we only had the Google. Would you like the mouse pad? Um, sure, because my leg ain't working for a mouse pad, y'all. Um and so we got um, Sarah Michelle Geller. Mm-hmm. Now Buffy is in this. This is great. Um, Portia. Portia de Rossi. De Rossi yeah. Yeah. She's in this. Um, so in relation to, I know what you did last summer, like when did this movie come out? Like in relation to that one, like which came out first? Because she's Ooh. in that. I think that came out <clears throat> right before this one. Okay, so I wasn't sure because it's like the same because I think it became between Scream yeah. 1 and 2. Yeah. So I wasn't sure if she was in this and they were like, ooh, we like that and put her in I Know What You Did Last Summer or if they made I Know What You Did Last Summer and then put I her in this too. Yeah. Okay. I think that's how it worked. Justified. That's the show. There you go. Justified. Yeah. So, um, yeah, we got uh, uh, the previously mentioned Jada Pinkett Smith. She was just Jada Pinkett at the time, maybe. And uh, Omar Epps. Um, I don't know who Smith. David, Omar Epps Smith. <laughs> Portia de Rossi Smith. And Christopher Doyle Smith. Um, uh, and it also had Dwayne Martin Dash Rays. Smith. <laughs> so, uh, Directed by Alan Smithy. <laughs> you know about Alan Smithy, don't you? Mm. Like, you know, do you know about Alan Smithy? Mm-mm. Oh. When a director doesn't like his work. He can have his name pulled off the film, and they usually put Alan Smithy as the name. Oh, so I if you no see idea. a film directed by Alan Smithy, it's because the director's asked to have his name pulled from it. Yeah. <clears throat> we got um, Luke Wilson and Heather Graham um, making, <laughs> making cameos in the, uh, in the Stab film. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Tori, oh, yeah. <laughs> Tori Spelling appears as herself, and... Uh, so on and so forth. And all the, there's all these people who you've seen in other stuff. So familiar things. There you go. Familiar things, yeah. Yeah. Um, I like this one better than the third one. What? Is, is I it, thought the third one was really... BS. Yeah. No. Oh. No, 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 be... no. I'm saying BS to your opinion, oh. my good sir. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Your facts uh, are think... trash. You can what? call that out, man. <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> Defend your position, sir. Yes. It may be because I watched no two, three, and four on the Fourth of July. Four is good. You four was pretty good. I mm-hmm. liked it, but I felt three was just like three is better than two. I don't know. The kills are better. Also, it it brought up a big question for four. We're going to skip ahead here. Okay. And say, uh, how did the rest of the stab movies get made if stab three true, was true. so 
problematic with the uh, killing of most of the cast and <laughs> yeah, the onset murders. <laughs> onset murders. Yeah. Did That's they just true. skip it? Mm, possibly. I don't know. Because they end up making like seven of them. Did they stop? Did they stop making the Crow movies because the first one, uh, Brandon Lee, got killed on set? They should have. Yeah, because the rest of them sucked. Mm. <laughs> so that's the curse of Brandon Lee. Yeah. All the movies. All the, I'm not even sure if the first movie's any good. I would have to rewatch it. I mean, it's it's of its time. You're going to get a lot of new metal. Oh yeah, I liked it when it came out. It was pre new metal. Yeah. Well, it was. You're right. It was. It was 1994. Yeah. So it was. Hmm. It was metal, though, the soundtrack. It was mostly what we called then Industri- alternative. Alternative slash industrial kind of yeah. stuff. I still have not moved on from this. Why do you think two is better than three? Uh, well, maybe it's yeah. too strong to say that two is better than three. Maybe the They're better way to say it is two mediocre. and three are crap. No. <laughs> okay, but one is far crappier than the other. You know what? Uh, Courtney Cox. Maybe. They're not equally mediocre. In entertainment factor alone, three is better. Really? I was not entertained by three. The chase scenes are so much better. When they're in the house and they go on all the walls. Yeah. How were you not entertained by three? I wasn't entertained. And then they have that whole thing where the fax machine comes up and they're reading the script pages on who's going to die. And he that lights w- the lighter for no reason because he can't see instead <laughs> of using moonlight. I love when he explodes. Like the gas doesn't just envelop him. If you watch nope. it. He himself explodes, and then the house house goes up, and it's like, was he filled with gas? Also, it's not as soon as he lights it. He lights it and reads that the house will explode, and then it it explodes. All right. I have to rethink this. You may be right. (laughs) Maybe. Three was better just for that kill. I have seen these four movies so many times. I was going to say, who's the scholar of these films in this room? If I could major in college on just the Scream films. Yeah. So maybe um, if you had to pick things based on clothes and hair, <laughs> scream two, scream two, right? Because I mean, for real, no, I'm Cor- sorry, Cor- Cor- hair is so bad. Courtney Cox Arquette's hair is horrible. No. In it gets the third worse one. in the third. It's it's worse in the third one, but it's bad in the second one the, too. The cut we talked about the earlier. I would shave my head. <laughs> the cut was nice. The stre- which is not a bad look. The streaks were crap. <laughs> She's giving Jolien a hard time now. Man. It's okay, I'm ugly, I know. It's a, it's a, it's a bloodbath in here. Um, no, we had... <laughs> it's all right, he knows he's bald. You're, you're turn next. I'd be worried if he didn't. <laughs> that would be a strange mental illness. Just be like, wait a minute, what are you talking about? Well, you know... Has a comb. Somebody, some, a brush. A pick. Just a pick. Somebody with that, that strange mental illness actually has a very high office in this country. Um, oh. 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 <laughs> there it is. Um, yeah. And it, no, he's not. It's not a mental illness. He's just a fucking idiot. So there, I said it. You can be both. Yeah. Well, this is true. You can be both. You can be. Yeah. A, you can be a mentally ill idiot. Um, the streaks in the second one remind me of cartoon bacon. I agree. I I agree. In fact, I used to say that when people would do the streaks where they put kind of this amber. In, Are you in claiming the, my? Oh, I I predate uh, I predate this by a lot. I can show you I'm pictures. Trying to be like poetic and shit, and you're just no, nope. Nope. Um, in fact, uh, I thought it looked like those 
I don't even know if they make these anymore. These little fake uh, bacon. Mm-hmm. The microwave ones? No, no. Oh. The, the, they're like a bag of chips. Oh. Yeah. No, they don't make that anymore. I hope not. You could probably find them in some shitty dollar store. Probably on Amazon. So, um... I feel queasy all of a sudden. Yeah, I know. Like pork crackling, crunchy pork fat in a bag. Ooh. Yeah. For, okay, the, bacon hog is lumps. good. <laughs> That's what they say, call it in Shot of the Dead. Really? <laughs> hog lumps. Okay. Hog lumps? That's what they... Yeah, the, the, the bags of the crispy fat. <laughs> I think that... The the style in two is worse than in three. I disagree. It just I looks think. like she cut her own hair badly. Oh, Good she's, Lord. she's still got some flesh on her in in the second one. That's well, the third I just one, don't. She's alarmingly thin. I don't like yeah. looking at her ever. <clears throat> no, she's not my no. She makes me scared for her health all the time. Huh? Yeah, she does in the third one. She did. Yeah, she looks mm-hmm. really skinny in the third one. And she is being she is being played by Parker Posey in the Stab film, right? Oh, okay. I take it back. Three is better. Ooh, Parker bitches. Posey. Is Parker Posey in the third one? Yes. Is that is that your indie film girl crush? Yes. Any any Wait, movie is that with the Parker only Posey. Reason that yeah. you, well, that uh, and the explosion. Oh my god. <laughs> There's no I've got my priorities straight. Mm-hmm. Do you want to hear something? Who's a cute and Andy girl, and is there a good kill? Yeah. Um, you guys want to hear something crazy? Mm. Uh, the estimated budget of this movie was $24 million. It made $101,363,301 uh, in the U.S. $71 million, blah, blah, blah. So worldwide, $172,363. million. Um, Yet accounting, according to Miramax's accounting, it's not turned a profit yet. <laughs> yet, <laughs> right? Mm. And, uh, and of course, they're distancing themselves from Harvey. Um, uh, critical reception, pretty much. Um, you know, they were generally negative, like like they are with horror movies. But because it was a sequel and it didn't do anything new, most of the critics were like, "Yeah, whatever." So it kind of got that that sort of thing but the audiences clearly loved it because it made money so uh any other thoughts on the movie before we give our recommendations or lack thereof they changed the color scheme in three three is so much better the color scheme <laughs> yes it's every everything's brighter and i read i read a, i read an article it changed the editing oh okay everything's oh. brighter and like supposed to be like more like fun because it's like hollywood oh and okay. then they make all the deaths super like Colorful. Yeah. Colorful. Okay. Flashy deaths. Flashy deaths. Just, just like Hollywood. It's more exciting. I guess. Not that there's anything wrong with black and white films. However, the shades of gray are not my favorite thing. Yeah. Fair enough. Oh. Uh, I just I scrolled to something on the Wikipedia page that says uh, that uh, Wes Craven had some problems with the MPAA. Not a surprise. Uh, they definitely would target him for things like this. Apparently they were going to have Omar Epps' character get stabbed in the ear three times instead of just once. So they had to change that. And yeah, there was bathroom a... stalls are hard to stab through, so... Yeah, I... I yeah, I, I kind of doubted that. Also, but... what he was saying when he put his, like, ear up, it's like the, the ghost face is saying, he's like, Mommy, I didn't do it, and I'm sorry. He just keeps repeating Mommy, and I'm like, that's... that's again, with creepy. the underlying fetishes, just stop. So, um, 
there's an extended scene of Randy's death where it shows his throat being slit. So, no! So extra stuff for you to not like about uh, Scream boy. 2. I know. How about the fact they changed the script? Uh, that I didn't read, but... Uh, yeah, because it got leaked. Oh, yeah, and they started Xeroxing stuff on the red pages, so uh-huh. people couldn't Xerox those pages. But yeah. You could just read them. Because Jerry O'Connell know. and her roommate were supposed to be the killers. Oh. Yeah. And then they just shot him in and the And then they were like... Boxes. They well, Wait, it was before filming happened. Can we have Scream Five now, where they make <clears throat> that one the way it was supposed to be? Yeah, because that would be I would love that. That'd be fascinating. But didn't Kevin Williamson he had, he had the idea of there being a, a club at the school that uh, was the Ghostface Club? Oh, really? And uh, but it, it was just uh, that would have been so cool. Maybe that was part three, where it, it uh, and then Columbine happened. Oh so yeah, they, I think that was uh, part three. Yeah. Oh man, yeah, because yeah, that would have been ninety nine. Now he's taking that idea into this. He's doing this like TV series where it's basically the same idea. Scream the show or no? It's not Scream. It's called something else. Okay, because but... there's the, the Scream show. Well, damn. So, Scream two versus Scream three will be discussed in a future episodes because we'll have you back for Scream Yay! three. Maybe we'll just do three and four together. We have to bring me on though for like franchises that are not kind of awful. Because I feel <laughs> like I'm just kind of like a trash extra. We're like, eh, some well, shitty movies. Are there any on. really good franchises? Or don't they all kind of shit the these bed? These are your favorite they franchises. They are. Okay. But that says That doesn't mean they're not trash. Right. Yeah. I love plenty of trash. Sure. <laughs> You're like, this week we're going to be reviewing some bad movies. Guess who we have on? Yeah. Oh, well, well we watch sure. a lot of bad That's movies. True. Yeah, have you listened to the show? Yeah. <laughs> In fact, uh, we're doing an episode on Pet Cemetery. Yeah, that's one? that's up that's upcoming. Yeah, in fact, next week. Yes, yeah. for those who listen. if I can remember the movie. Yes. Well, we'll. Well, I just have to remember the first one, and yeah, it's pretty much the same. Yeah, they switched three things. They switched um, three things. No spoilers. No spoilers. Oops. They switched three things, Ziggy. I'm not going to tell you which three things they switched. Okay. Um, the animals are all actually dead. Well, uh, the kid is named Winston Churchill, but the cat mm-hmm. is named Gage. Mm. Oh, yeah. It was a weird switcheroo. Okay. So, um, all right. So, Ziggy, do you recommend this? Um, if you liked the first one, then yes. Continue on, my friends. But I would not start the series with two, because one, don't do that. You're a bad person if you do that. <laughs> right. Just don't do that. Well, you could do that with Evil Dead. You could watch Evil well, Dead. Well, that's true. I yeah. did do that, so... And that's that's the exception. Yes. Um... Yeah, one, two, three, and four are on Netflix, so there's so, no reason to start on two. Do not start on two. No. Okay. So, in order of your favorites in the screen movies, how do you how do you order them from one, four, three, two? One, four, three, two. Because okay. three is better than two. Yeah. Okay. okay. That's <coughs> you want. All right. Thank you. Uh, Will, do you recommend it? Um, do you have anything else to do? Like, update your driver's license, do your taxes, <laughs> take a nap. <laughs> Uh, Scoop the litter box. Watch Scream Three. <laughs> right. You gotta watch them in order, though. Watching things out Just of order drives me order. crazy. Yeah, there's no reason not to. Unless you've already seen them all, then so, you can go back and jump around. So will you? You give it a thumb sideways. Yeah. Okay. Speaking of out of order, is there a way to watch Pulp Fiction in order? We were just talking about this. Yeah. Um, I. God. <laughs> I don't, I don't I know it. if it's a if it's a if it's an extra on the Blu-ray or the DVD. 
um, I remember someone saying either there was a cut like on a YouTube channel or maybe there was some feature that you could watch it in order. Yeah. I might be thinking of something else. I know Memento did that. I, th- I'm, I was just thinking I might be thinking Look, of Memento. Of I Min- love Minento. those movies. I do. But yeah. it bothers me because you, you obviously it was written in a linear fashion and then it was filmed however you film things and then splice together and it just drives me crazy but i write like that all the time just not for something visual because the yeah. visual experience is very different than like reading in your brain there it you just go. drives me crazy because i love those movies and i love tarantino i l- love the one that gets but, me is when they start a movie and then that they, it'll play a little bit and then there'll be a, a flashback two months earlier right i'm like just start the movie two months earlier don't give me this little well it depends on when you need the context, because if they introduce the context at the beginning and the flashback is at the end, you won't remember what the context was. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> but it true. usually seems like a pointless exercise. Yeah, they're just, it's a, it's a style choice, it seems. And, you know, not as much a uh, good storytelling device yeah. as a trying to be flashy. So, Julian, what about you? Scream 2? Uh, I mean, believe it or not, I've seen worse. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on now. Um... Yeah, Name I, one. I mean, <laughs> and like, especially with slash movies, you kind of become a completist. And you you watch any oh yeah trick as long as it's a Love slash movie. And, uh, yeah, and this is this is around in the middle. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I think that's fair. I recommend it again in the continuum, just to say, if you watched the first one and liked it, yes, yeah. go on watch the next one, and then the one after that. Um, I say watch them in order and, uh, you know, you can rate the hairstyles or you could, uh, you know, talk about the, you know, the choices in casting or, or writing. Um, is Wes Craven the director on the third one? He's the director of all of them. Mm-hmm. All of them. Okay. So but he did. Williamson then, didn't write the third one. Okay. And then did he also do, I know what you did last summer. I uh, no, I think only Williamson wrote that. I okay. Think. I don't remember who directed that one. And I do believe that was on the in-betweens, okay. you know. See, like, that's a bad movie in a slasher film, but I own that one. Yeah. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. And I was going to buy the second one. But it was, then, yeah. it was cashing oh. in is all it was doing. Yeah. It, Don't. It, it's on VHS for like 99 cents at the Goodwill. Get it. See? Yeah. <laughs> and then go sell it on eBay for like $20. It's vintage. Some white girl with a what a, uh, vanilla steamer is going to be like, ooh. Ooh. <laughs> ooh. VHS. <laughs> well, it looks like we're going to be back... Uh, for our listeners next week, talking about the new Pet Cemetery, not necessarily doing an original versus remake, since I don't think we were all emotionally prepared to watch the original again. Uh, so uh, this is a good place to probably call it. Yeah. All right, uh, Ziggy. You know we'll have you back for anything you want to talk about. Woo. Pick something. It doesn't have when to... the new it comes out. You're swear on. To God. You are absolutely on. Because you did the first it without me, and I was upset about it. Or the oh. newest one. You you know what we could do? Hmm. We could revisit that movie. Oh. And then I think re- if you were it. to splice together all the shows I've been on, you could make a whole podcast of me just talking about it. Sure. Yeah. You... I talk about it a lot. Yeah. And this this movie. <laughs> yeah. Really, this movie really speaks to you. And I think that's cool. We all got those things. And that's okay. one of your things. All right. Let's get out of here. Listeners, thank you for listening. I'm not going to say it. Oh, I'll just splice it in. Time <laughs> <I'm> bananas. <laughs> what? It's from the movie Triangle. No. There was a time travel movie. It's like and a cube, <laughs> but a little more powerful. Yeah, exactly. Okay. A little more stable.
Okay. Um, Can withstand more force. Yeah. It just rotates in three directions, not like 25 million. Uh, anyway, the guy's eating a banana at some point, and Richard asked... <laughs> he really likes this triangle business. He was like, uh, where'd the banana come from? Like, it's time bananas. <laughs> time bananas. Don't eat the time bananas. Or something like that. 